You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back, my fellow language learners, to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. In our last episode, we talked about the fact that hearing your target language spoken out and about in the wild can sound a lot different from how you learned it. And one of the reasons for that had to do with dialects. To recap, dialects are simply different ways of speaking a language. For example, my dialect of English, let's call it Midwestern Pittsburgh dialect, has certain characteristics that differ from other dialects of English, such as Southern American English or British English. For example, in my dialect, I call rubber bands gum bands. I pronounce water as water, and I say sentences like, the computer needs fixed, instead of the computer needs to be fixed. You see, every dialect has a particular way of using vocabulary, pronunciation, and even grammar. Some dialects can be pretty similar to each other, and some can be wildly different. For example, the dialects of English spoken in my neighboring state of Ohio sound pretty similar to mine, but the dialects of English spoken in, say, Georgia, England, or New Zealand sound quite different. So what does this mean for how you approach learning your target language? Well, quite a lot. And I like to call this the dialect dilemma. This is a catch-all term for all the questions that go along with navigating dialectal differences in your target language. Some of the most common questions are, how different are the dialects in my target language? Should I stick to learning just one dialect? Will exposure to multiple dialects confuse me? Rest assured that after listening to this episode, you'll be able to confidently navigate those dialect dilemma questions and be on your way to achieving your fluency goals. And for those of you who might not know me yet, I'm Emily. I'm a linguist at Mango. I've got my PhD in linguistics and a lifelong love for language learning. Ooh, that was a tongue twister. Well, sans plus tarde, let's get to it. Here are the four things that you need to understand when it comes to navigating the dialect dilemma. Number one, mutual intelligibility matters. Two, your communicative goals matter. Three, you can speak a hybrid dialect. And four, dialectal diversity can facilitate learning. Okay, let's break down those four points. Okay, number one, mutual intelligibility matters. Now, if you've ever asked yourself, how different are the different dialects in my target language? Then you are inquiring about what linguists call mutual intelligibility. If two languages have high mutual intelligibility, that means that speakers of both groups can readily understand one another. For example, the Spanish spoken in Ecuador and Peru have high mutual intelligibility. So if you learned Spanish from an Ecuadorian speaker, you're going to be able to get around speaking Spanish in Peru as well. On the flip side, if two dialects are said to have low mutual intelligibility, that means they're not similar enough to be easily understood. Take Moroccan and Levantine Arabic, for example. These are two dialects of Arabic that have such low mutual intelligibility that learning one would mean you probably couldn't get by in the other. It's almost fair to think of them as different languages. And for good reason, some linguists do. Main takeaway here, when navigating the dialect dilemma, it's smart to do a little research into mutual intelligibility so that you know how to spend your time wisely. And that leads us to number two. Your communicative goals matter. At the end of the day, it really comes down to one question. Who do you want to be able to communicate with? 
If your communicative goals are broad in general, then it's probably best for you to focus on the most widely understood dialects of a language and then pick up dialectal features as they become useful. However, if your communicative goals are targeted, say being able to communicate with your in-laws, then a targeted dialect learning approach could make a lot of sense. And for those of you in the Mango fam who use the Mango Languages app, you've probably already picked up on the fact that the Mango app is structured to help you navigate dialectal diversity. What do I mean? Well, for example, if you want to learn Spanish, you have the choice to learn Latin American Spanish or Castilian Spanish from Spain, each course featuring voices from the target dialects. If you want to train your ears specifically for one dialect, you also have that option. As a linguist, I really love this feature. Okay, point number three, you can speak a hybrid dialect. A lot of language learners make the mistake of thinking that in order to sound fluent in a language, they need to have one pure accent or one pure dialect when they speak. You don't. Even in our native languages, we have our own individual ways of speaking that change over time and depend on who we're talking to. So why would your target language be any different? Unless you're training to be an international spy with a very specific backstory, having a hybrid dialect is totally fine and actually quite normal. Really, all that matters at the end of the day is being able to communicate and be understood. So if you're doing that, you're succeeding. And just to provide a quick example, when I was learning Spanish, I started out learning Latin American Spanish, and then I lived in Spain for a while and started to pick up that dialect. As I was navigating the dialect dilemma, I ended up having a bit of an identity crisis because I felt like I needed to pick one or the other. But turns out I didn't. My dialect in Spanish now has bits and pieces of all of the places that I've spoken in Spanish. And I love that about how I speak it. Long story short, dialectal diversity is a beautiful thing. Embrace it, lean into it, enjoy it. Okay, last tip. Tip number four. Dialectal diversity can facilitate learning. Does exposure to different dialects add a level of complexity to your language learning? Yes. But can it also help you master grammatical rules and pronunciation features faster? Also yes. When you're a beginner in the language, you might want to pick and stick to one dialect because doing so simplifies the process for you as a beginner, which can be good for maintaining your language learning motivation. But once you've gotten your feet wet in the language, variation in your input in the form of dialectal diversity can actually help you learn more efficiently. And there's a lot of cognitive science research to back this up. And if you'd like us to do an episode that breaks down that research, then let us know. Well, those are our four tips. To recap, here's what you need to understand when it comes to navigating the dialect dilemma. Number one, research the mutual intelligibility of the dialects in your target language. Two, be clear about your communicative goals in the language. Three, realize that you can speak a hybrid dialect. And four, understand that exposure to different dialects can actually help you learn more efficiently. Okay, and last thing, remember, it's all about your goals. How you approach dialectal diversity and the dialect dilemma in your target language should be closely tied to your communicative goals as a language learner. To that end, if you haven't recently checked in on your language learning goals, I highly, highly recommend that you do so. If you'd like an easy step-by-step walkthrough to help you on that, then check out our free Setting Good Goals worksheet in the description. I promise it's the best five minutes you'll ever spend on your language learning. Well, my fellow language learners, that's all for this episode of Adventures in Language. If you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all our awesome language learner content, come join the Mango fam by subscribing to the podcast. 
And if you really loved it, give us a review and tell your friends about us. Wondering what languages were used in today's episode? You can find all that information and more in the description. Well, arabaraka, and I look forward to hanging out with you here next time. Bye.